This is Golf Shots with Steve. Let's do it. Okay, thank you for joining our podcast. Um, This is episode one of one. Really appreciate you guys listening to us. This podcast is about golf, golf specifically. We're going to have guests on this podcast that are golfers. We're going to have some head pros. We're going to have some local, what I would call celebrities. Uh, People you've heard of in the community is is the goal. Um, This episode, we're just going to talk golf, the state of the game, the history, the future of the game. Super excited to have a friend of mine, um, CJ Nagel, who is the assistant golf professional out here at Twin Lakes Village. CJ, thanks for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Hey, I just wanted to jump right into it. Let's talk golf, man. Um, how was your game this summer? How did how'd the area programs go? How'd you play this year? Um, well, to be quite honest, uh, I sucked this year. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of things happened this year. COVID obviously was one of the big things that we had to deal with. So there was a lot of you know changes in the shop area and different things that we had to deal with that took us away from the golf course. So being able to get out there and practice the way that I like to and be able to hone my game was was kind of uh, third or fourth on the priority list where I like to keep it up there towards the top. But um, I did, uh, it played well in a few of them. I, did, I made, a couple, made a couple dollars in a couple of them, but uh, I would say that there was a lot to be had and I have a lot of room for improvement this year and I'm excited to continue the work next year. Hopefully we'll get some more opportunity to practice and hone my game. I'm going to tell you right now, I practice all the time. It doesn't help, but... Um, <laughs> What as long as you brought it up, I don't want to talk about the pandemic, but we have to, right? Um, this pandemic that we'd all like to just punch right in the face. Tell me a little bit about it. Tell me about how you feel it's affected the game of golf. There's been a lot of adjustments, a lot of changes. Uh, my daughter uh, plays on the PGA Junior team. Um, you know, the last couple of years she had about seven kids on the team and then this year it was pushing 20. So it was just one of those things where there wasn't a lot to do other than golf. So tell me what your perspective was on the pandemic. Yeah, that's, you know, that's the kind of way that I saw it too, is, uh, we found, I found that we had a lot of, uh, golfers that maybe have been hibernating, we'll call it, you know, they, the last 10 years or so they haven't played or didn't play much, maybe once a year. We saw a lot of them coming back to the golf courses and, and enjoying more golf just because of that. I mean, you had, had more time on your hands, you know, and with the stimulus package and the, the unemployment stuff, the people were getting paid more to stay home than they were to go to work. So I think the golf course industry as a whole, I know in our area, just boomed. And, you know, if you were around to take advantage of it, we really we really did well this year. And it's exciting. Hopefully we can retain a bunch of you new golfers and the ones that are returning to the sport for the first time in a while. Yeah. And I, th- I thought it was interesting that just recently they said you didn't have to pull the pin anymore in golf. And we were all just hitting the pin. And it was almost like they were getting us ready for this, like getting <laughs> us used to hitting the pin. I didn't like it for a couple of years. And then this year they everyone said, don't pull the pin anymore. And 
And uh, it was just interesting how that kind of played into the whole thing. Yeah, it was, you know, it's funny. It's, it's the same exact way. We all go out there and it's like, oh, you can leave the flag stick in. So we try that out. Now it was uh, for the last, for this whole summer, it was like, you can't touch the flag stick. So you couldn't pull it out. And I went and played over at a course in Montana. And I won't tell you who it was because, you know, he may hear this. But, and he, he was just like, F this. And he pulled the pin out on every single hole. <laughs> it was amazing how big that cuff looks after having a whole year and a half with that, uh, with that pin in the hole there so i'm uh, i'm excited to get to the point where four and a half inches is as wide as the hole gets again yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be weird when it's pull the pin and then and then i'm gonna have to rake my bunkers again i'm not looking forward to that i get in a lot of bunkers out there <laughs> that is true i uh the the whole bunker situation i mean we just avoid those at all costs anyway right but you know the guy behind us is really the one that that gets punished for us not raking it. So, yeah. do we really care about that guy? <laughs> yeah, know. yeah. As long as I don't know him, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, tell us your golf story. When, 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 and where were you when you first started playing golf? How, how did that lead to the position that you're in now? Uh, did you come from a golf family? Uh, no, actually, my family was non-golf. I mean, I, my dad didn't play. My grandparents didn't play. Nobody on my mom's side played the game. Uh, it just so happened high school was uh, a couple of buddies took me out and it didn't take much to get hooked, man. The bug was, uh, was there for sure. <laughs> and, uh, and so, but I, you know, I still, I was a basketball guy that always was and still am to the most part, but I just, I wanted, I knew I loved sports. I wanted to be in the industry where I could just be around people that played sports, loved sports and golf was a pretty clear choice at that point. So you know, I I did my due diligence and went to school for it and took a couple of years, really honed my game and ended up uh, a couple of real cool places. And then finally here at Twin Lakes. So it's uh, it's been a fun journey. Hopefully it's not anywhere near over. I hope the game of golf can take me a lot of places in the world. Um, it's taken me a few places already, but it's uh, it's one of those things that you can play the rest of your life. And I'm excited to see how long and how well I can how well I can play. Yeah, you know, one of the things that I love about golf that's so special is is uh, that you can watch it on TV, and then and then a week later you can go play that course. You might see like Tiger Woods make a putt on a course in the U.S. Open, and a week later you could be on that course. That's you know? right. Yeah, and, and you don't get to watch a, a baseball game in Wrigley Field and then go hit home runs in there. So. I, I think golf's such a special sport. It's it's just amazing to me. And golf just means so much to me. It's shaped my life in so many ways, including my current job, some of my past jobs, even my marriage. It all comes down to uh, golf kind of led my path. What, what? How do you feel about it? What does golf mean to you? Well, golf is definitely, uh, I mean, it is all that. It's, it's my career. So, I mean, it means a ton to me. If Without the game, I'm, you know, I'm looking selling insurance or doing something like that which is nothing wrong with that but i'd much rather swing a golf club than you know make a few phone calls so um but i you know the the game itself is just it's one of those things that you can't ever perfect and as people we're constantly in the suit of in pursuit of perfection and so no matter what i mean i remember on my my, after my record round my personal record round i go i left five shots out there you know, and I'm at the driving range the next day going, okay, how do I fix those shots? Oh, this game. And so it's just, it's one of those things where it's like, no matter how well you do, you can always do better. And so just like life, I mean, we're always going through this thing going, how do, how do we make things better? How can I improve on myself? How can I make my family's lives better? 
I mean, it's just golf is just a microcosm of that. And I think if we can if we can see success in the golf game, we can definitely see success in other parts of areas of our lives. So yeah. I find those correlations fascinating, and it's it's a lot of fun to to try to hit those personal records. Mm -hmm. Tell us up. Tell us about that best round you ever played. Where were you? Uh, so the uh, I shot a 69 at my old club in Montana, Marias <sighs> Valley Golf and Country Club. I hate you. And uh, it was it was fun. So we start off, and I could probably I'll get, I could go shot by shot for you because it was that memorable. But but I was three over after seven holes. I double bogeyed the six, and I'm in this little piss pouty mopey mode that you know nobody wants to be around. And then. <laughs> And then I rattled off four birdies in a row, and I, then I got excited again, made a couple birdies on the way in, and I had uh, I had to make a par on 18 to shoot 69 for the first time. I'd never shot in the 60s before. So I'm coming up 18, and it's it's not an overly hard hole. It's 420 yards um, straight away, downwind usually, and hit one in the fairway, and then kind of chunked one up to the front of the green. And all I had to do was get up and down, make, make par for a... 69 and i chunked a chip and i'm you know same thing and just <laughs> muttering and, yeah, 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 and, Son of and a i get up and i got about a 30 foot putt and i hit the putt and i'm still i'm just still griping and moaning as i'm walking and i watched the ball just roll right in the hole and I, it was just one of those things i mean i couldn't have made a bigger tiger fist pump after that <laughs> i was just you know went and left the ball in the cup and went back to go get it after i went and got a shot of fireball from the bar <laughs> but so it's fun. I still have that ball is sitting on my shelf at home with the number on it and the date I shot it. So that's funny. I got a similar story about first time I broke a hundred. It was a fist pump as well. So <laughs> it's a it's just an exciting time. Did you have uh, any kind of a specific swing thought? Like I, I've played a, a couple of decent rounds in my life, and I feel like I always had like a specific swing thought in my mind that was kind of kind of guiding me that never worked again. But yeah. that one time, it was oh, like yeah. something was working. Yeah, no, you, when, whenever I'm playing my best golf, I, usually it's less thinking about what I'm doing and has more to do with the results that I'm hoping for. And they, they have to be realistic, right? I mean, I'm, I'm not hoping for hole-in-ones. I'm not hoping, but more shot shapes. I'm trying to see different things. So I generally play a draw. And so when I'm playing really well, that draw is two to three yards, and I can see it before I hit it. And so and rather than feeling a swing feel or a thought in my head as I'm swinging, I focus a lot more on the outcome of the shot and what I want it to look like. And when I'm playing really well, it matches up with my imagination pretty well. Yeah. So it, it has a lot more to do with that. And then the, the more technical I get, the, the, the easier the swing falls apart, so to speak. So <laughs> I hear you there. Yeah. <laughs> So we're kind of we're kind of focused on this um, Coeur d'Alene Spokane area golf scene that we've got here uh, that we just love. We're kind of spoiled in this area. What are, what are some of your favorite courses in the Spokane Coeur d'Alene uh, region? Do you have some of your favorites? Oh, for sure. Um, I mean, I can't I can't name them all. Golf, we are spoiled, and if you haven't played up here, it's just it, it's worth a trip. I mean, we have we have some great layouts and some muni tracks that are just top notch and. Um, I have yet. To, there's a couple I haven't played, so if I don't mention you, don't be upset. Just because I haven't played you yet. Um, I really, one of the most spectacular views on golf courses, one of my favorites to play is uh, the Idaho Club up in Sandpoint. Yeah. Um, Circling Raven is obviously a, an awesome little track. Of course, you got the resort with the floating green, which is fun. 
Um, Hangman Valley in Spokane is probably one of my top. Yeah, my it's t- a classic. My Indian Canyon's Indian right up Canyon. there for me. Yep. Um, I I hate Indian Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I mean, just, Indian Canyon and I have different points of view on how golf is supposed to be played, and we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, we all like different different <laughs> courses, right? Yeah. It's like we all have different eye a different eye for each course and different shot shape, and and uh, some people yeah. I don't know. It's just we all get to like our own thing, right? Um, so we've got the masters coming up this week. I uh, just wanted to get your thoughts on kind of the state of the PGA tour. Like we've got these new players coming up, the masters, which is my favorite week of the year. It's just amazing. Um, but we've got some great young players, you know, Xander Shoffley, um, DeChambeau, Justin Thomas. What do you, what are your thoughts on DeChambeau and, uh, and, uh, his gains in weight and, and distance? Um, I think, you know, what he is doing is absolutely incredible, and I can't take it away. I just, I don't think that you can put that much pressure on and force and torque on your body and last long. I, you know, I'd be, I'd be excited to be proved wrong on that, but I just, I don't see him maintaining 200 mile an hour ball speeds over the next 10 years. I just, I can't imagine that's possible. I, you know, I remember when Tiger was coming out and they were clocking his club head speed at 130 and I thought that was insane. And Bryson's up there next to 150 pushing 210 ball speed. It's, it's incredible what's happening. And he's, he's making golf courses that are really difficult look insanely easy. Yeah. And, and I, you know, it's, it's, good. it's exciting for the game because it's something else to talk about besides Tiger Woods, who is coming down to the end of his career. And uh, I hate to say that, but I, you know, he's, he's, he's one of the big reasons I got into the game, Tiger is. And so to have somebody as polarizing as Bryson uh, is, is nice for the game. You know, it's, it's good. He's I, turned into a bit of a villain on tour right now. There's people taking shots at him. But. Oh, yeah. I and I like that part too. You <laughs> yeah. If you're, if you're going to put that big of a target on your back, you're going to, you know, yeah. hopefully people will take shots at you. You got a pick for the Masters this week? Ooh. You know, I was thinking about this earlier. I would say you know, only because he's got two hole in ones in the practice round, but I'm, I would lean, I'd put my money on John Rom. Oh, yeah. Yep. I, you know, I like his ball fight, he can hit the high draw. And uh, he can he can just sling it. He he shapes the ball right and left. And you know if his putter gets hot, I think we could see a, a Spanish champion. All right, you guys heard it here first. CJ is calling John Rom for the winner of the matches. We'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out real soon here. By the time this episode airs, um, uh, the Masters will have been a few weeks ago, or who knows how long. But uh, we'll know by then. So. Um, Another question for you about your golf game. Do you listen to music on the golf course? I always wonder if we've kind of gotten a little carried away with this be quiet on the golf course scene. Uh, we've got music out on the course. What are your thoughts on music out there? Um, I'm, I'm a fan of the music. I enjoy it. You know, as somebody who's played all other sports, there's always something going on in the background. And, and the music, it's, it's nice. I, I get it for competition purposes. We don't want it. You know, we want to have respect for everybody on the golf course. But if you're out there playing with your buddies, you know, as long as it's not too loud and you're not disrupting other groups, I I love the music. You know, turn it on, turn it up so I can hear it while I'm swinging. Uh, just uh, there's, you know, just don't play that that Britney Spears song in my backswing. <laughs> you know, don't switch it right up right as soon as my, I'm swinging. My daughter but will bring some Taylor Swift out. There you go. Yeah, I, pre- I appreciate that. <laughs> 
but no, I yeah, the music is good. I, I enjoy it, and I think it's a uh, it's a way to help draw other people to the golf course that make it you know make it more entertaining for people. A lot of people see golf as boring and you know takes too long, and if we can have that that's something else out there for them to kind of keep them excited and playing, then it's better for everybody. What about um, you? What What are your favorite golf movies that you've ever seen? You got a ranking list. You know, yeah, I get asked that maybe once or twice a year. That one's tough. Uh, I'd have to say Tin Cup is probably my favorite. Um, I mean, you, it's hard-pressed to put Caddyshack anywhere below number one or two. <laughs> yeah. But uh, just for me personally, I like the Tin Cup. Um, Legend of Bagger Vance. It's a good one. I yeah. like that one. Um, greatest Game Ever Played is up there. I would say between Caddyshack and Tin Cup, though. Happy Gilmore's up there just because it's easy to quote and make fun of things. But, yeah, yeah. So, but I, I cannot, I cannot hit a shot Happy Gilmore style. It's <laughs> not my forte. I keep waiting for somebody on tour to pick that up. I mean, it works. <laughs> worked for Happy. You think they just swing away? Think somebody would have yeah, it going. Yeah, at least try it. Yeah. Nobody's going to try it. Not even a pro am. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of great golf golf movies out there. There's some really good golf books that i enjoy reading as well um i I talk about the match a lot which i hope someday they turn into a into a golf into a a movie it would be fantastic have you read the match you know i i don't think i have yet yeah i'll have to get on that one put that on your list everybody out there golf fans make sure you you read the match at some point it's uh it's a great movie and and, uh i think there were rumors about making it into a movie but um but they haven't done it yet. It's got Ben Hogan and Byron Nelson, and it's it's uh, it's it's a fantastic book. But just for golf historians out there, um, what what would be your dream foursome? Throw a foursome together tomorrow. I'm I'm assuming I'm in it, but well, yeah, very clearly, clearly, yeah. Uh, we're gonna have uh, Steve Carey in there. Um, can we have a fivesome? <laughs> yeah, well, let's make it a five. Let's All make right. it a fivesome. Um, <laughs> I'll be honest, you gotta, it's going to have to be Tiger. We'll have to put Tiger in there. I want to play with MJ, Michael Jordan, oh, that'd be a good one, yeah. and uh, Justin Timberlake. Oh, yeah, Justin Timberlake. Yeah, a big that, would be, uh, that would be, you know, yeah, I, you probably should have picked like Giselle or somebody. You might think <laughs> that I might pick that. but Is she a golfer? I don't know. <laughs> I know JT's a good stick. Um, Steph Curry would be an alternate, maybe. He'd be pretty cool. I would, I'd enjoy playing with him. It'd be neat if to... you couldn't make it, obviously. Yeah, yeah, but, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the first alternate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be neat to play with Tiger. I imagine he's not the most fun ever, but I, I'm sure it's amazing to, to play golf. It, be, it would be interesting to see kind of how he would react to kind of uh, what he would call a hack and maybe myself or some of these other like, club pros that maybe not maybe not to his standards yeah. type. It'd be, it'd be interesting to see what uh, his attitude is like and how he, he treats a round of golf when he's just out for fun. Yeah, he seems a lot cooler now than he used to be. There was, I, there was a agree, time yeah. where... There was a time where I was like, I don't think I'd hang out with that guy. But now he seems pretty cool. One thing I do know is if Tiger called me and said, hey, I'm going to Vegas. Do you want to meet me there? My wife would not let me go. Yeah, that, yeah, that answer <laughs> would be the same for my wife as well. <laughs> you got a bad Vegas. However, <laughs> hall pass, you know, you got to have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Promise I'll be good. I'll call every five minutes. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well hey cj thank you so much for taking the time to sit down with me and talk golf that's kind of the whole point of this thing just sit down talk golf couple guys just uh we're going to the winter right now which is which is uh simulator time right unless you're heading down south but uh 
uh, it's just awesome to talk golf with you. It's a lot of fun. Thanks. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you having me on, and hopefully we get get this thing going for you. Yeah, we're getting CJ back on here again sometime soon. Uh, but thanks again, everybody, for listening to us today. Really appreciate it. We're going to have a new guest um, on our next episode, and we're going to talk about golf. Uh, I'll probably say that every week. Um, we're going to talk lots of golf, and we're going to have a lot of fun. Um, so please subscribe to the show. Send me a message if you like it. If you don't like it, don't send me a message. I can't handle it. But uh, thanks a lot, everybody. Really appreciate it. Let's talk golf sometime. Take care.